Blog Talk Radio. In the mix. In the mix. We're online. 24-7. 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Oh, my God. I know you're going to dig this. Terrence Dixon on the mic, Terrence on the mic, Young T and Lizzie Liz, just another show up in the mix. Uh, so I can't rap to get you, Lizzie. This is another show. Uh, we didn't. We did not call in at eleven for this. <laughs> we really Stop didn't. it! Stop it! You gonna call in to whatever? <laughs> nah. Hey y'all, though. In the What's going on, Lizzie? Lizzie? I missed you, Lizzie. You did your little intro, so pass the mic. Thank you. <laughs> mm, excuse me. Mm, okay. <laughs> like, nah. What's going on, T? <laughs> with you? What's going on? What's going on with you? You know, nothing much. I'm happy that I'm not around the snow that keeps popping off um, up north. So, you know, shout out mm. to y'all up there, y'all. Y'all hold it down. I mean, <laughs> look, look, I'd rather have the snow, you know, instead of this fiery, you know, age y'all might be catching down there near future. Um, but, you know, don't you know. know about mm. that. I, I think, I think we, mm. we're not all exposed to that. <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> but, but weren't you trying to come down here last weekend? I don't. Oh, what, okay. What, what uh, was it? What now? Weren't you no, asking what was no, popping off in Atlanta? No. Um, you'll uh-uh, see a screenshot uh-uh. on our Twitter later on tonight for anyone uh-uh. who was curious about the same person who was just talking about Atlanta trying to come out here. But you know that's neither here nor there. So no, you know, no. what's going on with you, see? Yeah, don't don't do it like that. See, this no, is why. No. You know what? Look, look. We're not gonna start the show like this. We're gonna start the show <laughs> on, on something else. You're not gonna throw shots at me, okay? We're gonna start the, right. we're gonna start the show with uh, with Nikki throwing shots at Remy, okay? That's what we're gonna start with. That you want to throw shots at me? All right, all right, let's, do let's do that. So Nikki <laughs> came out for everyone who didn't know, she fired back at Remy, which I don't know if it was the best thing to do, but then again, in the rap game, that's what you got to do. Exactly. She fired back with no frauds. And Lindsay, you think it? Ah, the radio has to kill I'm not song. gonna lie. The song goes. I'm not even like listen, Nikki. I'll give. I'll give it to her. Nikki knows how to make a hit and she knows how to make a song that'll like be catchy if that makes sense then she had right, Wayne right. on the track who we haven't like and, heard from yeah. in a while you know I mean well he has a song with Wale that's out yeah, Wayne and Drake yeah and Wayne and Drake is just kind of like oof you know now I will say her bars towards Remy weren't like the best you know like they were right, okay right. like the only line that I really liked when she was like basically hinting at <laughs> Remy having like a, a basically a nasty vag and she was like I guess you needed a pap now for people who don't know that's a pap smear for females but her <laughs> husband's name is Papoose so it just kind of it was pretty catchy but um you know I feel like she could have came harder like if you want to talk about rap battle wise I do think Remy still had yeah, the upper yeah. hand but Remy, that song Remy though, yeah, but I mean, do you like the song? I like it. I ain't gonna lie. I've been kind of I mean, I know you. I, I can see you over here singing the hook and whatnot. I mean, but. 
like you said, the song is catchy. It's not your average diss song. It's kind of like, I'm going to make a hit, but I'm going to throw a jab mm-hmm. in there while I'm making this hit. And, you know, I feel like I agree 100% what you said, saying it wasn't like as good as Remy, because Remy went up in there and she two piece Nikki, you know, it was like bop, 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 knocked it down with a haymaker. You know, Nikki went in there with a couple jabs, like, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. But it won't, it won't even like nothing to like, ooh, ooh, she, like, Remy need to come back she, at her now I, after that. It was like. But without, without those saying, though, I appreciate that she didn't like. OD and start talking about like Remy's miscarriages. I think that's what everybody was a little worried about. Like she kind of she subliminally she like okay, if right. there was any way to do it in a classy way, she basically had this line where she said leave her one son over a stack. So obviously by her trying to indicate oh it was her only child, you know, she was trying to, you know, be a little mm-hmm. slick with it, but in a way I guess you can if there's even a way to call that tasteful, I wouldn't even say that because that's not even something that you joke about. But if there was a way to try to not at all. On the stick, I guess that was, you know, her way of trying to do it. But um yeah, the song's catchy. I wouldn't say it was a a blowout for Sheether by any means, but um, you know, hey. She, you know, she did what she had to do, and she told Remy that right. Remy got seventy two hours to come back, and I'm just like, yeah, girl, vibe, like you took a whole week of some change to come up with a whole track. <laughs> Brandon is great, but who are you to tell Remy she got seventy two hours? Right, Nikki stop. Remy, Remy dropped seven minutes worth, six to seven minutes worth. You dropped and forty eight hours, so right. <laughs> Like, that mm. was that was a reach. Like it'd be different if you know she came back around the same time. Cool, but boo boo, it took you some time. So I don't know. You think Remy gonna come back, or you think she's just gonna leave it alone? Oh, she gonna come back. She gonna come back, and it's gonna be some yeah. fire. I feel like she she brewing up something that's gonna hurt. She gonna find the the worst thing about Nikki. She gonna hit her below the belt like real bad. It's gonna hurt. I mean, I don't know what else she can say, but. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be tough. But did Nikki Nikki out here talking about I'm gonna throw her a, I'm gonna throw her 500k if she could book an interview without saying my name? Like Nikki, come on now, <laughs> Remy out here she dragged you out. She went out there and dragged you. You came back right. You came back with a couple of hits, <laughs> but I feel like Nikki getting a little cocky right now. Am I wrong for saying that? I mean, I I think well, she's getting well. No, I think. It's okay. It's like what she's saying is cocky, but then there is some slight truth to it. But I will say, like before this whole beef happened, like Remy was still popping though. She was on Love and Hip Hop, you know what I mean. So for her to just come back out of jail and all that, people were talking about her. Now, granted, her music on the radio wise, like all the way up, was playing a lot, you know. But as far as like maybe her own single or something like that, we didn't necessarily hear too much of that. Um, but you know, see, it's a different. I think it's a difference. Like if you notice, there are a lot of New York rappers who are, like, legit street rappers and battle rappers, and they don't get, like, a lot of radio time. Like, even um, Mm -hmm. Dad one day was on the Breakfast Club, and they were asking, like, you know, why do you think, you know, you've been so underrated for all these years when lyrically you're, like, you're pretty insane? And he was just like, I don't know. He was just like, you know, there's mainstream, and then there's, you know, people who just got, you know, street, raw, like, talent when it comes to rapping, and... I don't think that means that they're less than. I just think there are some people that can make, you know, a, a hit or like a, a mainstream radio song and a, appeal mm-hmm. to different like genres, which Nicki does. And then I think there are some people that are really good at battle rap. And I just don't see Nicki being like a battle rapper. And that's fine. There's, you know, a, a lane for everybody. So. All right. So so let me ask you this. If we were booked, say we, we book her, book, put a spot out. 
and book mm-hmm. Nikki in the same room with Remy. They have a like a a street rap just right right in front of each other. Mm-hmm. Who gonna win? Who gonna win? Remy, hands down. Remy, hands down. Hands down. No questions. Yeah, and only like I'm not saying okay. This is the thing about Nikki. If you if you basically followed her journey, which I mean I'm pretty sure everybody has. Like she's very animated and she likes to be creative with the things she does or says or even how she spits her raps. So that's not really something that most people would come up with off the top of their head and be able to like dish it back out to somebody, obviously not in forty eight hours. So it takes, you know, some time and thought process and you know, because she's kind of the person that's like, you know, always been theatrical and all that type stuff like that. I think she really puts more into taking her time to like build stuff like that versus like freestyling because if I were to go on YouTube right now and look up like her freestyles all of those would probably mostly be before she got into the game like I haven't seen too many where she was on the breakfast club or hot 97 and she was freestyling you know what I mean so do you think she lost her edge a little bit since she like really got into the game or you think she still got it but she's just like chilling um well, I think she, I could say she definitely turned her career in a different direction. Like, once she kind of took the whole Barbie mode, I think it definitely then started leaning into, like, a, you know, like a pop kind of hip-hop angle, if that makes sense. Um, and, I mean, it worked right. for her. Like, people following it. Yeah, so it's just kind of like, you know, I don't see her really going back to the whole, like, did it on them, Nikki. Like, I think she's kind of more advanced out and still wanting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's the Nikki that everybody, like, you know, off the rip was like, yo, I love her because she was just so raw. But um, I think she's way more into, like, wanting to sing and lean into the pop lane a little bit. And let's be honest, like, most people say that that pop money is, you know, pretty sweet. So once people get a taste of it, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not really hyped to want to go back to the other lane, you know? Especially if they know it's making them money. Like, if I can make a hit versus just, like, a disc that'll just give me street cred, she's probably mm-hmm. gonna go for the money, you know. Right, yeah, that that pop money, I, I can see why Lil Wayne turn, you know, change. No disrespect mm-hmm. to you know the African American community, but you know the Caucasian community, hey, they will support you. They, hey, they loyal. They exactly. are loyal. No, he words support. <laughs> we sometimes want to be so divided and get in a sense where one of us wants to reign over everybody and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And which is fine. But at the same time, you still got to support each other because it's like, as much as we turn against each other, which is what they want us to do, they're over there rooting each other on. So people got to understand there's enough paper out there. It's enough lanes and it's enough individuality where like everybody can be the greatest at what they're doing without like literally, you know, just downplaying everybody else. Right. Yeah. There's a, we always hating, man. I tell you, always haters. We get, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And what's going on with Nikki's brother? You said like some something happened with him and some more sexual stuff. Like, what is going uh, on? Well, what's not happening with Nikki? Yo, they got a lot of drama. So you know his little sex thing, sex scandal, or whatever. Uh, according to the person he was threatening, he was threatening a person who was saying that um, if they don't do what he says. He's gonna have he's gonna anal anal sex rape him or how do you wanna say it? Anal rape him? Yeah. Oh so God. that was that's what went down in the court case. So I mean that, that, the ass wilding, like what? Out of I all even, things. You know, I don't even really wanna know what's going on with that, to be honest. It's pretty sick and I 
it's almost disheartening, like, that Nikki even got involved. Like, I hear your brother's cool, but, like, right is right and wrong is wrong. Like, even if my sister's, like, in a relationship with a guy, like, back in the day, and if she asked me if she did something wrong, I would tell her she was wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there right. there has to be a fine line. And I don't know if, what's going on with him, but mm-hmm. he need to watch his back, too, because whatever the sister beef is going on and you know he was mentioned in the song i feel like anything that he has going on now is definitely going to be like under a magnifying glass so right but i mean the fact that it was a 12 year old that he threatened right. you know to anal rape ah, man you gotta get it together like yeah it's really sick because it's not helping the situation at all it's like looking even worse for nikki which is you know messed up for you to be her brother because it's like here she is, you know, doing amazing things. And it's unfortunate mm-hmm. because sometimes you'll see people in the family where one person is doing really great and the other person, I guess, is either intimidated or on their own little ways and just starts doing, like, crazy stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just this is Nicki Minaj, for God's sake. And, you know, probably she would take care of any of her family members, like, at the drop of a dime. So I just don't even see whatever personal stuff he has going on. I, I need him to get that, like, together because that's not even a joke. Like, people, first of no, all, no, you no. go to in jail and stuff like that, people who were like, um, you know, racist, like, I mean, racists are like child abusers, like, they get it the worst, because like, they do not go for that in jail, so, I don't know, he needs to retrace his steps real quick. Real quick. Yeah, I mean, I could see him facing at least 20 years to life, in my personal opinion, but uh, I, I mean, we'll see, I mean, it's at the uh, Supreme Court, the Nassau County Supreme Court, it happened on Thursday, so we'll keep y'all updated on what happened. Um, cause that, this is just nasty. Nikki, get your brother, bro. <laughs> Please. And, oh, if, and I thought that was bad. Then you see this whole thing on Twitter about this ATL orgy nonsense. I don't know what is going on on this planet, but some people need to keep stuff to themselves. Like, <laughs> seriously, I'm not here for it. And it's, I, I just don't, it, okay. Terrence, do you think there should be a limit to people expressing their like their sexual freedoms like online? <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yes, yes, I do. I mm-hmm. do it behind closed doors. Okay, I feel all right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this. If I can put it, the, the easiest way so people can understand. I feel like if you got a freak side, do your thing. If you want to have an orgy, mm-hmm. look, call up your neighbor, call up the neighbor's neighbor, whatever. Do that in your own house or whatever, your own closed door. I ain't got to mm-hmm. know that you out here having an orgy and, you know, you ain't got to publicize to the world. I feel like you do it is one thing, but to make it known for the whole world, hey, that's what I got to a lot. But that's just me. Yeah. You know, people have their rights to do what they feel, what they want to do, and how this young lady betrayed her 27th birthday. You know, she wanted mm. to do a party. <laughs> But she said, she said, you know what? Why not? Let me take it to the next level and have an orgy. And she said, you know, she at first invited 35 people. But then it got so big, she was like, shoot, why not let everybody come and let's start charging money? So it's um, 99 for guys. I mean, I'm sorry, 99 for females and 135 or 150. I got to look that back oh, up. Oh, 160, I think, for couples. 160? Yeah. Uh, uh, was it 90 for guys and like eight something for women regardless the fact uh, that you're uh, paying you're telling people to pay for sex and like there then there's like this disclaimer at the bottom that's like i'm not responsible 
for any STDs, uh, any violence that takes place. Uh, right. And then there's like a food menu uh, where you can get eggs and maybe you mm. can get bacon. Like it just was a hot mess. And like there's pictures of the girl and she's posing and all the stuff with the guys in the background. Yeah, I've seen that. that. She a freak. I just, look, listen, you can do whatever you want for your birthday, but to, to be honest, I feel like for you to, like, promote it on such a big scale and you knew, like, you knew people were going to, like, you know what I'm saying, see it and then, like, tell other uh, people about it. I just feel like you were looking for attention. You know what I mean? Like, what you want to do on your birthday or whatever is cool. Some people are, like, sexually open and just don't care, and that's fine. Right, but, right. Like, that's it just seems pressed to me, and it just it doesn't really reflect like the most sanitary light. Like, and then God forbid, what happened? You pay all that money, and everybody that's there ain't even cute. Then what? Who you gonna do then? Choose your partner. Look, that's why choose your You know, make sure. Look, they say when you come in, will be passed out the door. They're promoting safe sex. Okay, and here's here's correct prices. So we were right on some. The entry cost is ninety nine for single women, one hundred and seventy five <laughs> for single men, and one hundred and seventy five for couples. Condoms will be provided, and safe sex will be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and her her exact words on her post was, "A hundred percent nudity is urged. There will be no place where you will get the urge to get frisky and can't. There will be a lots of ass, moans of pleasure, and of course watching." This is all about freedom. <laughs> this is why. So just thinking about it. This is funny reading this. This is why this is a slumber party and a place where you can drink, dance, F word. Should I say it? I'm going to keep it, keep, keep it classy. F word. Yeah. Then pass out and sleep in late. Mm. So you know what that means. If you get some good, good, you, get, you know, you sleep good. If you don't, well. Listen, there are even the saddest part about it is there are even places in this world, believe it or not, where they have like clubs where people can do this, but you never see them promoting like these huge old flyers. So that's my point. Like, be discreet about it. If that's what you want to do for your birthday, cool, but nobody else needs to see that. Keep it between you and your raunchy friends and call it a day. But like, (laughs) For her to just be having her legs spread, she's smiling with the thumbs up. Like, it's just really, I couldn't even take it serious. Like, I'm not even going to post the link. If y'all just happen to find it, just go to Twitter, do what you got to well, do. But I'm not about to sit here and give free promotion to that nonsense. Like, I'm cool. No. The date, the place won't be posted until, you know, her birthday comes up on, uh, yeah, he, it got to be secure. So it's not gonna be posted until March 18th. What's that? Oh, we got uh, six days until uh, you know our big day comes around. Um, so, but in fact, why would it? She's only accepting 35, the first 35 people. On top of that, so. Well, that that was at first. She she said she changed it now. It's it's going to be like. (sighs) But here's okay. But here's my question. So if you're a couple and you go, like, what is the point? Because y'all are basically, okay, if you're a couple, I mean, unless y'all are, like, free and y'all like to mess with whoever, but if you're in a city like Atlanta or Miami or wherever, where people probably will be down if you go to a club, you could find that. Why would you really pay 
bad amount of money for sex. That's the part that I'm confused about. And <laughs> right, if you right. have to pay for sex, it really questions me what you're going to, like, like, it makes me wonder what you're going to look like. Like, that's what really has my mind pondering. Like, if anybody has to really pay for it, I'm concerned. Hey, that's a that's a great point. And that's what everyone on Twitter uh, took to. The memes and stuff were funny. One dude said, why would I pay $175 to catch AIDS? Like, and he had me dying laughing because, you know, Atlanta has a high, you know, AIDS rate. So out of all places she chose to do this, you chose Atlanta. A-T-L. Mm-hmm. And it like, what, top five AIDS? Or something. Ooh, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Because I'm in the you- wildest part about it. Because even You're though going? it's like a high HIV, no, absolutely not. Even though there's a high HIV right here, I feel like people still will want to go. That's the crazy part about it. I feel like somehow she's still going to reach her quota. So best of luck to all of you who are there. I hope this is uh, what you expected and, and more. Great. Right. All right. So moving forward. Um <laughs> Speaking of why we're on the topic of sex, unfortunately. Um, so what is going on with um one of the Ray Schrummer members posting a sex tape and what's going on? And it's like his second time being caught with like his pants down and a girl being in a room or something. He's is it his second time? How, how old are remember kids? before he was I don't even know. That's the crazy thing about it that we're even talking about it. But he was caught in like a hotel room before and he spoke about it on the Breakfast Club, but like this um girl basically caught him slipping and took a picture while he was asleep of like herself in the room and she just looks really like on some mm. drugs or something else but like what in the world so how did that what how did that whole situation happen all right so wait is i tell you is it sway sway lee how you say his name sway lee. Mm-hmm. yeah sway so sway try to be slick right but you know us bloggers journalists and everything we're gonna catch it he tried to post a for like a quick second, for maybe about thirty minutes, you know, all we need is five. We gonna shot this bad right. boy, but he gonna he gonna leave it up on Monday, last Monday, for thirty minutes. Then I guess he changed his mind. I was like, oh oh, let me let me read this real quick. But I mean, he posted on Instagram, and it, it doesn't it doesn't really show his face, but you know, uh, hmm. you can see uh, his girl, and you know some private parts. He piggybacking on, you know, on the vixen. Getting it, you know. Honestly. <laughs> but he is like a baby. So I can't, I really cannot even take it serious. Like, granted, he might be in his like 20s or whatever, cool, but he just looks so young. So seriously, I can't even, like. <sighs> okay. But, I mean, so basically, he got, you know, he had a, a video of him doing buggy style on the back of the girl. Um, but. Like I don't, I just don't know why you would post that unless you're trying to, you trying to get some more fame or you know some more but money. Or, or, That's the crazy part about it. They're already like super like popping between them, Migos, Future. Like there's only but so many people in this game that everybody's name. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody talks about. And as far as like coming up with catchy songs that everybody's singing, they're one of them. So I really don't even understand. You know, because their whole thing is like. Oh, the Black Beatles, blah, blah, blah. So I just don't even see what would be the intention or the purpose of it. Like, do you feel like it's just a desperate move or you just feel like it was, nah. you know, just him being like, I don't care? 
Yeah, basically, he just posted it was like, I don't care. He probably was feeling good at the time, you know what I'm saying? And just like, help me, let me post this real quick. And then he maybe he sobered up a real thirty minutes later. He was like, oh shoot, let me let me delete this. Actually, be smart about this. But once it hits the internet, the internet got it. We gonna find out. So I mean, mm-hmm. maybe his boy can talk uh-huh. to him. I, I I forgot the other dude's name in the group for real. That name is so weird. I I, I don't even know their names. His name is um, Slim Jimmy. See? Weird name, like I just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. I mean, it's funny because as much as you would think, like, sex tapes will be old at this point since everybody magically accidentally released theirs and it's been brought to the light, but I guess people going forever want you to know what they look like in the bedroom. So, hey, go for it. Mm. But let's mm. go into these sports because I've had enough of this sexual talk. Yeah, and this is let's like talk about sex, baby. Let's talk no, about you and me. Let's I'm talk so about sorry. all the things that you no, know you want to do. Let's it. go to sports. No, let's go to sports. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, okay. Well, in sports, we actually have a sex in sports too. Uh, no, actually, okay. I could get, <laughs> I could get, I, I could get. <laughs> I could, no. get, I could I could expose somebody, but I, I left that on the topic today. I didn't want to expose them because I got some other stuff I want to talk about. Please. Um, that's classy for you. Uh, so for real, let's start with Russell Westbrook. This man is a beast. He out here averaging triple double after triple double after triple double. The other oh. night, he got 33 points, 11 rebounds, and 14 assists, making that his 32. Triple double of the season, passing the great Wilt Chamberlain for number two on all time most season triple doubles. That's I couldn't. Even, I, I I don't even know how someone can even do that. We got <laughs> okay. we got to give him we got to give him a round of applause. <laughs> like for real. No, Wilt Chamberlain was the man, and for real to do what he does with the team he has. Because he doesn't have a, a great team, let's be honest. Where would they be? Exactly. Not in the playoffs. Right, right. Not, not at all. And also, he needs oh, – I'm sorry, Lizzie, what you about to say? No, I was going to say, I think it's pretty lit that they're still, you know, um, breaking, like, records and stuff like that. Because, you know, sometimes we see, like, the old heads, like, hate them, like, hate on them a little bit, you know, if they – making their way, but people got to always understand, and I never understood this, like, the thing is, you all basically start, like, the trends, and you pave the way, so that way the people who come after you can do, you know, abundantly even greater things, so I never understood when people are, like, envious and feel some type of way, and I don't know if that's that fame thing that's maybe creeping up, you know, in their spirit, where it's like, oh, well, I want people talking about me, but... You know, at the end of the day, it's not really about accolades and stuff like that. Like, you know mm-hmm. what you did, and it was something you genuinely loved. So it should make you proud that someone's even setting out to break a record that you set or, you know, that they even have the chance to be in these positions that they are now or be endorsed or be as big as they are off the strength of you. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But I just think they, yet again, even in the sports world, I think, you know, African-Americans, we definitely got to support each other way more, like, it's a such thing as friendly competition, and I think we lose sight of that a lot. So, you know, but shout out to him. Hey, and he has nine more triple doubles left until he ties mm. 
first with Oscar Robertson. And Oscar got 41 triple-doubles in the 1961-62 season. So there are a few games left in the NBA season, uh, probably like 18, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm not sure if you know they include playoffs in this uh, statistics for the most triple-doubles in the season. But if they do, uh, I think Russ is going to get that. He's going to get number one before the season's over with. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he got to get yeah. that. He got to. And we're going to get updated with that. I think I move on to, to another record breaker. Stephen Curry has passed his dad, Dale Curry, an all-time list. I know, right? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm going to post a video after the show. We got a little mm, – sorry, I lost my voice. We got a little uh, little mixed little mix video of Curry scoring, then his dad scoring, then, you know, Curry hitting his final shot, passing his dad. It was, it was pretty cool. So That's his dad – Oh, here you go. Why you got to make cute things out of basketball? It's sports. It is It can't cute. be. Okay. Sorry. Oh, that's yeah, dope, just... yo. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's dope. That's tough, bro. That's tough. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Curry is uh, now 210th on all-time league history scoring. Uh, his father had 12,672 career points. And he did that mm-hmm. in 16 seasons, averaging 16.3 points. While Curry is averaging, obviously, way more than that, uh, 24.9. Mm-hmm. And he did it in half this amount of seasons his dad did in eight yeah. seasons. So, yeah. Hey, shout out to Steph. Most definitely. For doing, yeah, for doing his thing. And That's then let's move on to uh, the NFL really quick. Just, I'm going to mention something I go back to basketball. The Giants, unfortunately for us, Lindsay, our Redskins, we didn't do anything spectacular. Sapphire, our GM, um, who was a great GM, but I'm not going to get into that. The Giants have picked up Brandon Marshall, a good veteran, an excellent receiver to go along with Odell Beckham. And uh, they, they actually are saying that is a great move, which I think is a great move as well, because Brandon Marshall is a veteran, old head veteran at that, and he's the exact same player who Odell Beckham was. They both got in trouble. But now, you know, Brandon's matured. So he can help Odell mm-hmm. mature. And maybe, you know, you know, just, just give him the right steps. Like, hey, listen here, young blood. I've been there. I've done that. <laughs> just chill. Like, I think that's the main reason they brought him in. Not besides, you know, he's a good player, but that's just another, another icing on the cake. So I mm-hmm. think that's, that's a good, yeah. So I just had to mention that. Back to basketball. Lindsay, what month is this? What month? What month is this? I mean, we balling like a sponge, man. I can't wait. I can't uh, wait. You, you was waiting to Woo! say that. You probably, you probably practicing the mirror. Like, I'm going I'm to I'm kill Terrence on the show with this. I'm going to kill him. Oh, I can't wait because, you know, everything around here is going to be like March Madness theme. It's just going to be crazy. So, I'm, you know, I'm here for it. Are you, man, look, who you rooting for? You know, strangely, okay, every year I watch it, I'm sorry. I, like, I never really root for a specific team. It's just when it comes down to, like, the end after watching everybody, I'm kind of like the one that predicts who's going to pull out, you know, the big W. So, we going to see. Mm, I don't know. Maybe well, I'll develop a this year. Who knows? But who you rooting for? I root for Duke. I'm a Duke fan. And, obviously, I'm rooting for VCU because, you know, we went at VCU. Even though we, uh, we lost in a championship game today. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> But uh, okay. it's all good. Stupid Rhode Island. Nah, shout out to Rhode Island. 
Yeah, shout out to Rhode Island. It was a, it was a great game. The Rhode Island Rams. Yeah. Unfortunately, we both are Rams. But uh, the, the top the top seeds in the bracket, the top four are Villanova, Kansas, UNC, and Gonzaga. Um, of course, you know Villanova and UNC had a crazy championship game last year with the buzzer beater. It was a mm-hmm. good game, so you know I, I look forward to seeing them in there this year. Uh, Duke is number two, and Kentucky's number two. They're both loaded with excellent talent and excellent freshmen. So um, they're teams to watch. And unfortunately for my Duke team, we got pulled in the same bracket as Villanova. I don't know what's up with mm-hmm. that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they try to set us up. Yeah, they, they did us wrong. They did us so wrong. But underdog alert, Northwestern has assured its first birth ever in nearly 80 years of the tournament. So shout out to wow. Northwestern. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great for them. Okay. So, uh, a lot of bubble teams out there, a lot of the underdogs. I love March Madness because everyone plays hard. I like the NBA. You know, March Madness, yeah. you want it done. You want it. You out the game. So you better bring it. Yeah. I mean, I just love it because you don't know who this team is. Like, Leon one year beat Duke, and I was salty as I don't know what. C.J. McCullough, <laughs> who's doing his thing in the NBA right now, but no one knew who he was until the tournament. And, you know, it's just, it's just yeah. the underdog in the atmosphere and then the bracket. If you can get your bracket right, you're going to win millions. You can quit your job going there tomorrow and be like, I hate you and I hate you. I quit. No, but sorry. no one's ever got the bracket. <laughs> no one's ever got the bracket right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is a dope time for the players to get to shine. You know, like all eyes on you. So that's, you know, another cool thing about it too. Like you really get to shine. So at least that's, that's how you know it's gonna be a good game, cause at that point you know they at they at the last little bit and they like all right this is where I make my mm-hmm. debut you know I'm trying to get signed so I don't know I'm looking forward to see what the talent gonna be like this year. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be great. But I, I, honestly, um, the bracket the bracket people the bracketology people they kind of did Duke and North Carolina kind of wrong because North Carolina has Kentucky in their bracket as well, and they mm-hmm. have. A uh, high-powered UCLA at three, so it's gonna be a tough bracket for UNC and Duke. So North yeah. Carolina's not looking good right now, but I feel like Kansas got the easiest because they got Miami and some. I know what I'm not gonna. I'm gonna take that back because, like we just said, the no-name teams. <laughs> um, right? No, I'm not saying not. Nah, I take that back because you know tournament, everyone plays hard. Number and seeds don't matter. You, if you mm-hmm. don't go out there and play your hardest, you're going to take that L. You could be at home. It's like the rest of us watching. That's very true. I don't know. We'll see. But definitely tune in. And if y'all have a favorite team or you have any stats that you feel like, you know, is the reason why you think your team's going to win, you know, enlighten us. Please educate me because, you know, I don't mind, but I want to get into it. So, or, and you if you want to a sports argument with me, let me let it be known. Oh, you we can, we can, straight. So we, you we can have this know, wit. I'm be for info, so I can come <laughs> ready and come correct. Thank you. <laughs> right, right. We, we'll we'll this game of wits with you, so we we will be ready. Just let it be, let it be known. That's who. But That's who. <laughs> so is that all that's going on in sports for right now? Because yeah, I have a serious not, topic that we need to hit on, and uh, yeah, I hope you yeah. all got some time. That's, that's, that's about it, because I ain't going to throw that sex thing out there. It was not even that bad. It's just about Chloe, you know. <laughs> no, let it. Boom. We're good. We're good on sex. Oh, good. Look, okay. it's not even that bad. Just some dudes about, you know, fighting that, over okay. Chloe, you know. Terrence, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, let's get to this, <laughs> this serious you. topic that you have. Lippy. I pass the pa- I'm passing the ball. I'm passing the ball to you. I ain't Kobe no more. Thank I ain't Jackie. Right. <laughs> no, okay. All jokes aside, serious face. Um, so news has been like popping off today, like on every station about this new video footage that you know was released um, based on the Michael Brown case. Um, now there's a documentary coming up called Stranger Fruit that was premiered at um, South by Southwest Festival um, in Austin, Texas on Saturday. And basically, um, it included, you know, Mike Brown's mom. And it was new footage basically showing that before, okay, when this whole situation took place, um, the officer was basically saying that a robbery had taken place um, at the, I guess, like, little convenience store. And he was basically saying that, you know, Mike Brown was the one responsible for it. But, you know, they were asking for footage, you know, before he got shot and killed by the officer of Ferguson. And in the video, you see him basically, previously he had came in and I guess he was selling weed to the clerks. And so in exchange, they gave him like, um, like a few boxes of cigarettes. And you see him before he leaves, like hands, you know, them his stuff to leave behind the counter. And the next day he comes back to get his stuff back and he has like his hands behind his back. So the officer was, you know, trying to frame it as if he was the one, you know, trying to rob the store when actuality he was just going back to get his stuff. So um, it really just kind of really puts a bad taste in my mouth because you always hear stuff about police officers, you know, trying to hide stuff or trying to frame people. Um, And, you know, we definitely started catching way more um, Mm -hmm. individuals when people started recording and, you know, with the help of social media. But it's just really sick to see in situations where you know somebody is wrong and you can you can tell these officers let's just be honest they they pull these desperate moves of like well it's either me or you know the person that they killed and obviously the person that they Mm -hmm. kill has you know no voice no say over the situation but for you to try to frame somebody as you know this guy who was trying to rob up a store when clearly he had some type of alliance with them you know or affiliation it's just really sick to me. I mean, when you saw the, like, news and stuff, like, what did it make you feel? Because I just felt like I got mad all over again. I mean, you know me. I work in the news, so I'm kind of – I see it every day. So just seeing it in Richmond, too, as well, and just seeing it everywhere. It, I, I'm not going to say I'm immune to it, but I, I am. I just I just shake my mm-hmm. head sometimes and just be like, all I can do is shake my head. You know, I I, I can question it. But like why? Mm-hmm. But you know, we would never know the answers unless we are in the inside, and we fully right. won't know like what's what's the meaning behind it. But I can actually truly say, uh, last week I went to a um, hand don't shoot um, mm-hmm. meeting, and it had a simulation of um, what happens when you go, you know, respond to a scene. And you have five things. I forgot what all five were, but I do remember three of them um, mainly. And the three I did remember was run away to create more time. If you you basically you're the officer, and the three I remember was run away to create more time, pull your taser out, or shoot. And they said the only reason you would shoot is to protect your protect your life or protect someone else's life. So uh, with that being said, a couple people did it. And one person actually shot somebody. And dude mm. said, it's a lot harder than he thought it was. And he just panicked. You see, he panicked. 
He lost. He just focused on the guy. Lost. Lost it all. Shot him. He don't remember what happened when he shot him. He was like, I, I just, I just lost it. I don't remember. It was quick. So it happened so quick. And it just started. And the cop was like, Yeah, that's exactly what we want you to see. You know, we're not always the bad guy. Which, not saying they won't wrong in the situation, but until we get put in mm-hmm. a situation, it's, it's just really, it's really tough. Then another situation mm-hmm. they had, um, they pulled over someone. Then this little girl hopped out the truck with a shotgun. Now my question mm-hmm. is to you: Do you shoot the girl? Like what I just said, you know, you you shoot somebody when you protect your life or someone else's life. So do you shoot the little girl who's like ten, or or do you, does your partner die? So the See, guy shot that's the a crazy scenario because it reminds me of when people do military training, and if you ever seen like the movies, um, you know they have certain like clips where they'll show what happens in real life situations if you know people from our country go overseas and you know there's a little kid who might you know have a bomb on them and they're taught to basically kill regardless because that person can pretty much end up terminating the whole force you know what I mean so it's just a crazy scenario to even think of because you know for your average person that doesn't happen to you every day you know um, so when you see like a child and you see a weapon automatically, whether they're a child or not, you feel like it's a threat because they could have had training to know how to shoot, you know? So, um, right, right. I don't know. It's a, it's definitely, um, it's one of those situational, I think type of scenarios because you really, you really don't know unless you're in those shoes, you know, somebody can easily be like, ah, I don't want to, you know, kill this child. But mm-hmm. at the moment, if you're in fear of your own life, you know, do you sacrifice your life for the child? And it, it really just depends on that person's mindset and, you know, how you just go about it. I don't know. That's, that's that kind of trippy situation, but I like the fact that they gave that angle to look at because, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know what they would do in that situation. But I do hate when people, even if you've made a mistake, instead of owning up to it or saying that on a trial, you would rather hide certain evidence that basically painted someone yeah, to be that, a criminal outside of the crazy. situation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the part that kind of bothers me. Like, I think I would, in general, have so much more respect for someone to be like, I literally was in a situation where I was, you know, I was scared or this, that, and the third, but, like, genuinely be sincere about it. Because some people, I felt like when that was their excuse for why they shot someone and then we saw the footage, like, leading up to it, they were people who weren't even, like, causing any harm or any threat. Like, you know, we'll see videos of them tossing down men just because, oh, the African-American guy was so big and tall, you know, so I thought eventually he was going to do something to me, but that person was literally just standing there having a conversation. You know, like stuff like that is where I don't really get it. Or if the person is running away from you and you shoot them right. in the back, it makes no sense to me. Uh, it doesn't make any sense at all. I understand exactly where you're coming from. It, it, it's just a tough bullet to swallow. And hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, we can get maybe something positive will come out of, of this new evidence being shown. But it's just the thing is, it's, to me, it's kind of too late. Um, just being in like now in like months and months, and it's just now mm-hmm. coming out. It's, it's it's just weird. I don't know, but hopefully, you know, God has a plan. He always does. So we'll we'll see what comes yeah. out from this. I, and I respect the fact that at least the truth is revealed. So I'm not saying it's necessarily going to bring his mom any comfort. Or, you know, in any of these situations, if it makes someone, you know, feel better, 
knowing that, okay, my child is gone, but at least, you know, some type of justice or light is being brought to the person who did it wrongfully. But, um, you know, I hope it does put them at some type of ease to know, like, that they weren't just being lied on and no one saw what really went down, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Because that's almost equivalent to somebody, you know, getting their child gets murdered and then they can never find who did it. Like, you know, so at least to have an idea of who the person is and then the wrongful act that they did do is kind of brought to light. I feel like it's a kind of bittersweet scenario to take place. So, you know, definitely rest in peace to him and any of the other victims who were wrongfully, you know, killed by officers and any officers who were wrongfully killed just, you know, off the strength of people were in an outrage or just felt they had something to do with the movement. Um, So, yeah, just wanted to speak on that. Um, You know, every now and then we can be funny and play around, but we still got to be very aware of, you know, the politics going around us. So, you know, just stay woke. Just stay woke. I can I respect how you put it on both sides, you know, pay respects to the people who were killed oh, yeah. and also the, the officers that were killed wrongly too. And I think a lot of times we do forget that, that uh, mm-hmm. they are wrongly killed as well. You know, they put their lives on the line every day, which I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you. I don't think I could ever do that, put my life on the line every day for yeah. somebody else. So um, a lot of respect to you know, what you just okay. said. I respect, respect that tremendously. So, um, yeah, Lindy, Lindsay, I'm sorry. I said Lindy. Lindsay, uh, take <laughs> us home <laughs> with some uh, sweet gospel of the day. Okay. So, today's word, let's see, is from Isaiah 55, verses 8 through 9. And it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And this, honestly, it's a a great wrap-up to a sermon that I heard this morning at church. And it's basically saying, he was telling us that pretty much the things that we desire are already in place. God has already answered your prayers and the things that you want. You just have to have enough motivation and faith to go after them. So if you ever lack in a certain area or something that you want doesn't come to fruition, you have to ask yourself, did you really try everything that you could to obtain it. So, you know, just keep that in mind, you know, food for thought throughout the week. If it's something that you really want or you really feel like, you know, hey, God, I really need this and it can benefit me and some other people, you know, just really ask yourself, are you doing everything possible to get it? So keep that in mind. Well, way to end with something positive. Uh, you, you're a preaching lady. You never think, you know, preaching, you know, is your next job, your next I'm calling? Just, Calling. I'm just Next saying. calling, or you, or you could be you could, you could be uh, sister or, or the deacon. You could be a deacon, you could be a deacon in the church. All right, uh, come on, go ahead. Hey, I'm gonna shop you out. Get your calling in. There. You know, if not that, some motivational speaking. I, I think I would really enjoy it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, if you, what is the point of gaining all this wisdom if you're not gonna share it with anybody? It's kind of a waste. So Preach. you know, each one take one. So. Sign my coworker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> but we hope you all have a great week. Definitely, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Um, definitely, if you're in Richmond, attend that, um, you know, Muse event that's coming up in April. Um, you can find it on our Twitter or on Alana Rochelle's Twitter as well. 
Um, so definitely follow her. And we want to thank her again for her amazing interview that we had last week. So, um, Terrence, do you have anything else for the people? Um, no, just about if you haven't seen it, it's on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, follow us on all three social media handles and tune in on Wednesday for Mixed Wednesdays. Liz, you got anything else? Because I, I think I'm, I'm tapped out. Liz, oh, you got debate jumping right now for, uh, for next, next week. But that sex was, y'all heard, y'all heard a vibration? Heard that? She about to go down. You're really on games today. <laughs> you know what? On that note, I'm Lindsay Lynch. This I'll is your host, host Converted T, and we are out. <laughs> Why I got to be on it? <laughs> I, I don't care what he's doing. I am out. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, have a good week. <laughs>